but we also have lower grade food allergies where certain foods just cause inflammation in your body that don't necessarily cause problems for me. And we need to start to pay attention to the kinds of foods that can cause inflammation that our system tends to react to. This is where intuitive nutrition comes in. When you're eating your meals, start to pay attention to how those foods make you feel. And there are a couple telltale signs that are very easy for you to really determine through your own awareness and experience which foods work well for you. The first sign is if your body is having some kind of response to the food that's not great, you likely will feel some bloating, gastrointestinal distress like gas, and your poops will be funky. They won't be the solid, good, healthy poops. Maybe they're like way more diarrhea-like, or maybe you feel super constipated, but there's some kind of GI thing that goes on. And look, there are certain foods you eat, and these could be in the healthy category of foods that make your digestion system feel great, and other ones that don't. You got to start to figure that out and pay attention. Hey there, my friend. Welcome back. It's Dr. A from the Fit Father Project and the Fit Mother Project. In today's podcast episode, I want to talk to you about the idea of intuitive eating. The idea that as we progress in our health and fitness journey and we get our nutrition dialed in even more, we can start to use our own intuition, meaning the feelings and sense, the awareness of our bodies to make better decisions about the types of foods that make us feel great, as well as when we should be eating. And to have this discussion, we're going to talk about the different phases one goes through as they get healthier, as well as the specific recommendations on how you can use this practice of intuitive eating to make your nutrition better, to improve your energy, your health, and your overall life. So let's get into it. When my team and I help people get healthy through our Fit Father and Fit Mother programs, we've realized that the first thing that someone needs to establish is their core structure, like the structure of their nutrition that they approach every single day. And the structure is really a couple things. One, it's when are you eating, which gives you like the time frame. Are you intermittent fasting and skipping breakfast? Are you having breakfast at eight, lunch at noon, a snack at three, dinner at six? The specifics don't matter, but the structure really does. The specifics need to fit your life in the one that works for you best. And once you have that structure in place, you can start to build momentum because you can take consistent actions on that structure. The next part of the structure that we absolutely need is the go-to foods that we have in these meals. So do you have a go-to breakfast, whether it's our super fuel smoothie recipe, maybe it's eggs and some fruit, maybe it's overnight oatmeal or something like that. Do you have your go-to meals to find? The reason go-to meals are so essential is because they don't require thinking. They're foods that you love and they plug into this structure to make your whole nutrition machine run very seamlessly. This is important to understand because this is the behavioral psychology that runs health and fitness success. We need the structure. We need the go-to foods. We work the plan for a while, and then we start to drop weight, drop fat, build muscle, feel better, and things are going really well. And that's why structure is key off the beginning phases. Yet as we carry that structure into the future, we're say one, two, three, five, ten years down the road of applying this structure, we start to notice some things about the structure that there are refinements that we can make. And this is where intuitive nutrition comes in, where you start to really pay attention and get in good feeling and contact with your body. How does your body feel when you eat certain foods? How does your body respond to periods where you might do fasting versus eating? You start to get an intuitive sense of like, how do we calibrate the structure and fine tune it even more so it fits your body right? And this is the field of intuitive eating. And I want to talk about this right now in a couple specifics. 
The first one I want to talk about in terms of the applications of this idea of intuitive eating and nutrition is looking at which foods actually work best for your body. Because you're probably aware that people have food allergies, which is basically the fact that we have this immune system. Each of us has a unique immune system based on what we've been exposed to in our lives and partly our genetics. And your immune system responds to all sorts of different stuff than my immune system does. This is why some people have peanut allergies or shellfish allergies, or in my case, I'm lactose intolerant. I haven't been able to have dairy and milk without having gastrointestinal upset. So we all have these unique food allergies. And if you're at the stage of your life listening to this podcast, you've probably discovered if you have any very serious food allergies, like you eat shellfish or peanuts and you get this anaphylactic reaction that could be potentially life-threatening, you need Benadryl, epinephrine, all these things. But we also have lower grade food allergies where certain foods just cause inflammation in your body that don't necessarily cause problems for me. And we need to start to pay attention to the kinds of foods that can cause inflammation that our system tends to react to. This is where intuitive nutrition comes in. When you're eating your meals, start to pay attention to how those foods make you feel. And there are a couple telltale signs that are very easy for you to really determine through your own awareness and experience, which foods work well for you. The first sign is if your body is having some kind of response to the food that's not great, you likely will feel some bloating, gastrointestinal distress like gas, and your poops will be funky. They won't be the solid, good, healthy poops. Maybe they're like way more diarrhea-like, or maybe you feel super constipated, but there's some kind of GI thing that goes on. And look, there are certain foods you eat, and these could be in the healthy category of foods that make your digestion system feel great and other ones that don't. You got to start to figure that out and pay attention. But the gut and the gastrointestinal symptoms that you may experience a couple hours after eating are only part of the picture. What I actually think is a really more indicative one is how much mucus production you get after eating. So start to pay attention to this seriously. If you haven't noticed this already, there are certain foods you're going to eat that will cause your body to have a stuffy nose and the feeling of like more pressure and mucus in your face. Because one of the bodies in the immune system's main reactions when we have any kind of low-level inflammatory or immune response is we create mucus. We create mucus in the airways so that the allergens that our body senses are coming in, they get stopped up in the mucus. We create mucus in the digestive tract as well to do the same thing. In the mucoid cells in the digestive tract and the nose, there are concentrated amounts of immunoglobulins, particularly IgA and other parts of your immune system that go and attack things. So if you're eating a particular kind of food and you start to feel like, man, my nose is stuffy now, then your body is likely having a reaction to that food. So that's good to notice. You can get that out of your routine. And there may be some foods you're eating right now that are causing more mucus. So it's just another sign your immune system is reacting. So we can use intuitive eating to like really pay attention to how our body feels after certain foods to guide and refine the types of foods we include. And you might find some surprising things in there that don't make you feel good, that might make your spouse or your friend feel totally fine. We're all unique and different. But that's just the microscopic application of this idea of intuitive nutrition. We can apply it on a little bigger time frame or a little bigger sphere, I guess I should say, in terms of how you eat and when you eat based on your feelings of fullness and hunger. So when we're starting off on our journeys and we have the structure, it might be that we're in a very consistent routine of having breakfast at eight and lunch at noon. But what if you're not actually hungry at noon? What if your body is telling you, I'm not hungry quite yet? Well, in a normal rigid plan, you would stick to the schedule and not lunch at noon. I have lunch at noon. But as you get a little further down, you might do some intuitive eating. You're like, man, you know, I'm still full from whatever I had at breakfast today. One, that's interesting. Did I have anything different? That's intuitive perception of what that is. And then two, you might just be like, huh, 
I'm just going to postpone that second meal. And maybe I just fast until two and see how I feel around then. So you can start to like really pay attention to the dynamic signals that your body's giving you at every moment about what it needs. Because our bodies are these dynamic organisms. They're never really facing the exact same thing at the exact same time. Yes, we create structure to make things consistent, but as things ebb and flow, it's best that our behaviors and practices ebb and flow with that. So that's like the subtle art of maybe intuitively paying attention. Okay, here's another example. Maybe you went out and you had a free meal or a cheat meal, as some people call them, with your spouse Friday night, you ate a ton of food. You get up on Saturday and you realize, I'm full. I don't really feel hungry. Maybe I'll just skip breakfast. That's a good thing. You introduce some fasting on the byproduct of some intuitive eating because you know maybe you can just realize your body does not need food. You're not getting that signal and you can adapt your plan to be so. Other side of the coin, perhaps you're training really hard. You're doing some of our Fit Father workouts. You're focusing on losing fat and building muscle and you're realizing that, man, I am hungry all the time. That might be your body telling you that it needs a little more food. And maybe it needs a little more food before or after your workout. And intuitively, you can pay attention to that and be like, ah, although the plan says this, I think my body's demanding a little more energy, so I will give it that in the form of something healthy. That's intuitive eating in terms of fueling your body. And oftentimes, you'll find as you're doing exercise consistently, there will be periods where your body's feeling very strong. There will be periods where your body's feeling a little more run down. And this has to do with your sleep, with how hard you're training, with all the other variables in life that we couldn't even put into one really discrete equation, I guess you could say. Your body's always telling you what it needs, so intuitively, you can intervene and make these kinds of shifts. The point here is this, that in the beginning phases, structure is so important because structure gives you consistency and momentum. And also when you start to fall off track and glide off track, structure gives you the ability to course correct and get back on track. Structure is the foundation. And then on top of that is the art of nutrition, which comes down to intuitive eating, paying attention to how foods make you feel, paying attention to when your body's actually hungry, paying attention to maybe fasting for a day or maybe intuitive exercise, right? Maybe you had a workout scheduled today, but your body's feeling so run down that it's a better for you to skip that workout and train the next day. This idea of intuition, it doesn't just go into the nutrition front. We can apply it in many other areas. I'm sure we'll talk about this more on the podcast, but I hope this one idea served you. And what I want you to take away from this and maybe do some personal reflection so this actually becomes something that improves your life, not just information, is where can you apply this intuitive concept into your life this week? Maybe paying more attention to your foods, maybe doing it in the exercise domain, but like, how are you going to apply this? Do some thinking and self-reflection. I think it's really going to help you a lot. And ultimately, this will be something you can add on top to make your routine even better, to make your flexibility even better, and to make your adherence over the long haul even better, which means you stay healthy for yourself and your family. That's our goal here at the Fit Father Project, Fit Mother Project. So hope you enjoyed this, my friend. If you want more help establishing any of this stuff, whether it's the structure or the intuitive rhythms and the stuff I'm talking about in today's podcast, join our Fit Father and Fit Mother programs. There's going to be links in the show notes. We have beginning 30-day programs. We have advanced for-life memberships where you can get all the different programs, courses, and training we offer. We have an amazing supplement line. All that stuff's going to be linked in the show notes. And we have the promo code PODCAST15 where you can get 15% off all of that. So enjoy, my friend. Thanks for being here. I'll see you in future episodes, and I'll talk to you very soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fit Father Project Podcast. If you love what you heard, please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps spread this show to more men who need this valuable info. To watch full video episodes of this podcast and other motivational videos to inspire your training and more, visit our Fit Father Project YouTube channel. It's free and everything's made for busy guys over 40 like you. Visit youtube.com forward slash Fit Father Project to get access to our entire video library. 
And finally, if you or someone in your life is interested in becoming a fit father or needs help losing weight, building muscle, and living healthier after age 40, then visit fitfatherproject.com where you can see our proven programs, supplement line for guys 40 plus, and free meal plan and workouts to get you started. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll see you in the next episode. 